drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. It is picked up by the line. Darius Slay's got it. Coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30. Darius at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo. Touchdown to Cornelius, Marvin Jones. Stafford! Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown to Cornelius. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid, what's going on, everybody? The Detroit Kool-Aid cast, your boy Oakry, uh, here on a Friday talking uh, Detroit Lions, uh, recording uh, a couple days early, but I've got Grifka on the other end of the line. Grifka, we haven't done it in a bit. Let, let me let me tee up the, uh, the Hey Buddy remix. I think it's only proper here on a Friday, and then you can do what you do. Hey buddy. Hey buddy. Ooh, hey buddy. Hey buddy. Hey, hey buddy. buddy. Hey buddy. Hey. Man. <laughs> What's going on? Oh man, Christmas is right around the corner. It's like not snowy outside. It's supposed to be like forty degrees here on Sunday here in Michigan. So I'm hoping actually to see, you know. When I flip the game on Sunday, I hope it's snowy and like like that big snow where they have to like actually go plow one end of the field while the, the, all the action happens on the other end. So I love games like that. I would really love to see that on Sunday. That would make this game worth watching and TGIF. All right, you've you've hit all required. You've checked all the boxes, Grifka. Uh, we're going to talk Lions today, and this is sometimes where I pass it over to you and I say, Grifka. What the hell are you doing? What do we got going on today? Well, first thing is, um, I was really thinking about it the other day. I'm like, this season has like really flown by, and you know, for as oh, it's not even like turned out how we want it. There's only like two games left. Does it even seem like you know there should only be two games left in the season? I know we're praying for it to be done, but still, I mean, doesn't it should be like another like four or five games? Um. I'm, I I don't know. I mean, to me, it, it could go either way. Like, I feel like this has been one of the longer seasons, uh, to be honest, because it's been since we were there in Green Bay that I've seen decent football from our team. You know, it's been one of those years where every week I keep waking up thinking, all right, maybe they're going to pull a rabbit. Maybe they're going to play good football. And I just have continually seen just non-NFL terrible football from our Lions. I I continue to be somewhat optimistic. I continue to sort of hang in there with my guys who I think are decent players, but um, it's dragged on from that perspective. And then that's usually what happens with the NFL. It's kind of like we wait and it's like, oh man, I can't wait till the draft is here. And before you know it, the draft's on top of us. And they're like, all right, it's what end of April. We got May, June, July into August before we really even get going with camps and stuff. That comes by quick. And then, like you say, once the season gets rolling, it's sort of like you wait all year for it. And then it's kind of, you know, goes by quicker than you think. And you also know, like, all right, as tough as season it's been, like in two weeks, we've got no college and no pro football for 
six plus months, whatever it is. And, and that's tough. You know, it's kind of like, you know, none of our other sports are doing that good in Detroit. So I can see it both ways. Like it's been a long year, tough year, but yeah, before you know it, we're going to have no football on Sundays and, and that's definitely not my favorite. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's kind of where it hit me. It's just like, gosh, man, like my favorite teams, they all be done. You know, I'm just going to have to go pick up somebody in the playoffs and uh, kind of root for, you know, a team I choose to win, win it all. So uh, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you got some functions you could go through. Yeah, got some functions. Maybe out you could, there, maybe you could, <laughs> maybe you could go play, uh, blow dandelions in the summer, or play hopscotch, or whatever you're doing during the NFL draft uh, last year, because you you knew you couldn't compete with me and Hughes on the picks. You know, there's plenty of stuff for you to do. Red sure, Rover. Plenty. Yeah, of course. <laughs> One question I had for you. I saw you, uh, you you discussed this a little bit on Twitter, so I really wanted to go a little deep dive. I'm, I'll let you. You want me to go get my soapbox for you? Um, I'm gonna let you know this. If you want, if you want me to pull out my soapbox, just let me know. But um, no, I don't need your soapbox. But I want to pause you before before I say, is this a real freaking question, Grifka? I'm gonna give you a half a credit here again because I got after you a while back about you never put out a positive tweet. I've seen a couple things halfway decent from you, and just the fact that you're not only reading my stuff but you admit that there's some good back and forth that happens between knowledgeable football people on Twitter is a step forward for you. So good work, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Um, I, I see you've been in this discussion with people about uh, former players, you know, like no longer, like even in the league. I'm like, I mean, it all kind of started with, you know, was it, you know, after digs, you know, putting like a little couple snipes out there at Matt Pet, but all of a sudden, like all these other players that like, they're not even in the league start kind of busting on him, you know, talking about his, his, uh, way he coaches or what the atmosphere is like. Do you do you think there's something behind this? Do you think there's sour grapes? I mean, these guys. I mean, you don't see this too happen with guys, especially like what they're saying, like no longer in the league. They're almost kind of like blackballing themselves because teams aren't going to want that. What what is your opinion on this? Do you think it's just sour grapes, or you think there might be a little something behind this? <laughs> oh, Griffka, I'm not going to need my tagline if this is a real question because I've been waiting for this one. Are are you freaking kidding me? This came out uh, last week or whatever, and I had to address it and kind of give my opinion. Hakeem Valdez jumps on some podcast where, you know, these guys interview him, just serving up these softball questions, wanting him to to divvy up the dirt on the Detroit Lions. I mean, like you said, X player, what are they what are they going to do? Come out and just uh, praise the organization from top to bottom. Of course, they got a beef because they're not getting a paycheck because they're not there anymore. And then he went on some big diatribe about how Matt Pat comes in like the alpha and he yells at him about, uh, you know, goes through every play and, and, and gets after people. I mean, I listen to this and I'm just like, I'm, I'm looking for valid arguments from this guy. Cause it's like, first of all, we've wanted a coach for a while that is really um, not like detail oriented, but has that alpha personality as well as, you know, I read some things saying like Jim Schwartz was way worse when it comes to kind of not like language, but dealing with players. So, these soft uh, football players. Oh, do you, uh, you can't talk to me that way. I'm a man. Yeah. Okay. Well go do your job correctly. And he'd probably be telling you how great you were, but instead he's got to spend two hours breaking down every play that you screwed up on Sunday and telling you why and telling you what a piece of crap you are. Like, I mean, I thought that was just no big deal. And then, you know, what, what do we want our coach not to be an alpha? He's like, Oh, he's creating a, what do you say? A environment of fear or something. I mean, this is what I talk about, man. When people like 
they hate these people and act like they're the heart. They're so hard on them. Any teacher you've had, any coach you had, any person, not only that's hard on you, usually gets the best out of you. And then also, I haven't met too many people that are real hard on people that also won't be like, you know, give you the dap when deserved, even if it's like not as much as you'd want. Like most people know that they're going to ride you. Like when you do something really well, they got to sort of find a way to, to dap you up and then they'll push you again. And then when you do really well again, they'll sort of, he acted like there was none of that going on where all I hear Matt Pat say in the pressers is, you know, give all the credit to the players when they win. And man, these guys are working hard. I love the locker room. These guys fight. So this guy isn't just a, a curmudgeon about everything like he was painted by this Hakeem Bell is. So I kind of just, whatever, you know, I went on there and said I didn't really expect him to say anything good. You know, everybody that wanted, you know, a tougher coach, they get one and they want country club back, you know, was kind of my take. And then before I could even thumb that out and hit send, then I've got, uh, who was it after that? Our boy GQ. My guy got his custom jersey signed still in my uh, closet. I mean, maybe on eBay before you know it, because this guy got a little too salty for me on the way out and just sort of, you know, has that I know everything type attitude. But he he comes out and says, oh, we didn't need a we didn't need a whole redo. We just needed him to come in and, and get us over the hump. Really, GQ, like this team has not won a damn playoff game in 50 years but you guys were happy because you were doing pretty well at seven wins, nine wins, maybe what the one year we looked into 11, 12 wins. Oh man, look at where we're going now. Well, we got guys like GQ and all these other guys that were decent and they're on the backside of their careers. Like, no, you, you didn't need a little guy to, to pump you up. You needed a kick in the ass and that's what Matt Pat gave you. And then you started, everybody started crying about it. Like, Oh man, this, this, he, he thought he he thought he knew more and, and didn't respect Detroit. He does know more. This guy's won Super Bowls. He's coached at the highest level. Like he's he's been behind the greatest coach of all time. Like you think he's gonna come in here and go, oh man, look at the Detroit Lions, man. They got a lot going on. No, he's gonna look up there and say, Where the hell are your banners at? Where are your rings at? Where where where's this winning mentality? Where let's get all this country club nonsense out, like I don't know, the ping pong table and some of this other garbage. You can have it back when you start playing good and start winning ball all games like I just I threw it all out and I said man you know these people that act like oh what does this guy know he's coming in here acting like uh, it's all about New England it is because they won he's coming here trying to turn you into New England he can't do it overnight but the fact that you're putting up this wall like oh we're Detroit like I love Detroit love all of our teams I love the Lions but for them to act like who are you to come in here and act like uh, anything He's a guy that has rings. He's a guy that has credentials. He's a guy that wants to flip everything upside down because it hasn't been good enough for 50 some years. So these, these players, the players that are out, you notice it's pretty much everybody that's gone or that their career's over. It's not these players in their prime playing for this guy that are just, you know, complaining and creating a big issue. So I'm good with it. I'm good with still hanging on to this regime. No, I don't like what I've seen this year. But when I saw these comments, I just kind of thought, here here we go again with people taking cheap shots or acting like, oh, you kind of talked to me halfway rude. Oh, poor me. When it's really like he probably wouldn't say that to you or say it in the way he did if you do your job, as they say in New England, and do it at a really high level. So are you trying to tell me when Matt Pat walked into Ford Field, he was not impressed with the wild card banners that hung from the Raptors? Excuse me? I mean, Krivka, I know those you love them. Time, 
<laughs> I know, I know you were super ecstatic when those went up. You're like, remember that time we made the playoffs, or maybe that time back in the day when we, uh, you know, we we got in and then got beat by forty plus points. Man, those were the days. No, this is a guy that says, get that crap out of there. Rod Wood, go have those ripped down tomorrow. Do something other than bean counting or whatever the hell you do. Get those out of the rafters. Let's get an actual stadium, a real football team. And he's trying to do it brick by brick. And everybody's wanting the old, uh, put the old country club sign up. Hey, come here, make a bunch of money, never win games. And we'll see you later at the end of your career. Done with that, man. I mean, that's a good take, but like it, like you said, it's just a bunch of people. It's like they're, it's nobody that's going to be like in the league like tomorrow or next year. It's all those people that are all like you know, you know, looking forward to make to make a make a statement about how it's here in Detroit and why it's like not turned around and blah blah blah. So yeah, it's just a I don't know, a little bit of sour grapes I think. So that's where it's at. So um, one more question for you in. Uh, you know, once it, I guess it kind of goes back to like what we've been talking about. Rough year. I was that a couple more players went on IR this week for the Lions. You know, Mike Daniels went on this week. Um, you think uh, it, people are still wondering why Matt Stafford does went on IR? But uh, you think the Lions are just like dumping guys on IR now just to show like, hey man, look how many guys we have on IR. You know, that's why it's been such a tough year. Look at all these guys. You know, you think. <laughs> You think maybe they might be doing that, you know, because once again, I mean, there's bringing guys off the street, you know, guys off other practice squads, you know, guys working at, you know, the Starbucks and, you know, the local Bolarama, you know, to play. So, uh... <laughs> Griff, I got to I got to stop you on this one because this 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 is definitely worth it. Is is this a real question, Grifka? Yeah, because I think if the Lions were in a playoff hunt, some of these guys wouldn't be going on IR. <laughs> Griff Cook, I'm, sure, it, I'm sure that I'm sure they're not going to need the amigo picking up their check on Tuesdays, okay? Or like the walker with the tennis balls on the front. I don't think they're going to need that. I think they're just going to like get out of their car, stroll in, say, you know, you know, sign here, get your check. You know, thank you very much. Oh, speaking of amigos, how great was it when George Costanza had that? I uh, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, that scooter is just beeping around, racing old ladies. That was yeah. great. I mean, I bet, I bet yeah. uh, Marv Jones and Martha could have a good race off on their little, uh, you know, <laughs> zippity two five thousands or whatever they're motoring around on. Griff, this is why I ask you: Is this a real question? Because you 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 teed it up wrong. You're acting like they're putting people on IR to just show how many people they have on IR. Poor us. The reason they're putting everybody on IR is because we haven't had anything to play for in weeks and because they want to get looks at all these young guys, which we're getting looks at. A.O., I didn't really see Fulgham out on the field, but he's up on the roster. Hill scored two touchdowns. Scarborough is probably looking like he'll be with the team now. You know, they're bringing in offensive linemen trying to figure out, hey, can we find a replacement for Glasgow because it's pretty obvious they don't want to pay him. Like, that's what they're doing. It's not the poor us. It's not the, oh, look at how hurt we were. Everybody knows how many injuries they've had. It's just, it's a loophole in the rules where now you can get a look at people. And if you if you bring them up, you can actually have rights to them and easier to resign and more chance of them sticking with your team rather than, you know, leaving some of these half-injured guys on the sidelines or just keeping them there and not having these open roster spots. So that's what Bob Quinn's doing. That's what the organization is doing. Not the, the woe is me routine. I mean, don't make me, don't make me uh, get your music out when you pull that kind of crap.
It's just a strategical move, Grifka, and like I say, well, let's let's get a real question. Come on now. Well, let's do this since you, uh, um, you know, you're reeling from those last two questions. How about we take a pause for the cause here, hear from our sponsors, and we'll get back and talk about this uh, game in, in your Mile High Stadium on Sunday. Hang with us, everybody. We're going to talk about that game, and we got a surprise for you here at the end of the show. So we'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Everybody, we're back. Uh, we got to talk about this game heading to Denver. It's probably going to be snowy. Denver Broncos actually playing some good football with Drew Locke and uh, Cortland Sutton and a decent defense. I mean, Grifka's boy, Von Miller, um, our, should have been our boy, Chris Harris. Um, would have been nice to have uh, him in the back half of this year before we got real, real dinged up injury-wise. So what the heck's going on, Grifka? What do you got for this Denver game? Um, yeah, like you said, uh, first question I really wanted to bring up to you is Drew Locke. What uh, what do you think about this guy? I mean, I know at the beginning of the season we're all thinking, you know, we're gonna see you know the uh, statue Joe Flacco back there, but Drew Locke's come in. He didn't look uh, he didn't look that great against uh, Kansas City, but he has thrown up some few stats. So, um, what do you think about Mr. Locke that the Lions will be facing this uh, this weekend? Yeah, I uh, you know, during the draft process, I thought uh, you know I know Drew Locke sort of got com- compared to. Uh, to Stafford, you know, just some of the his nuances, as well as, you know, the way he can throw the football around the yard. I kind of liked his mentality. I thought every interview I saw from him, he sort of has that quarterback mentality. Not only has he probably been playing it since he was knee high, but he just has that, you know, forget the next play, you know, good leadership, um, get along with guys well, it seemed like, as well as, you know, just a moxie to play the position. So, I, I was kind of surprised when they got him and they just sort of have done this slow routine or wait till everybody's hurt and then bring him up. And what has he done? He's come up, he throws a bunch of, you know, shorter type routes, but they're getting W's he's putting up numbers. So I, I think, you know, again, like I said, I was hoping there would be a lot more on the line for this game, but I was also hoping the young kid wouldn't be out there because he sparked this team. And I think he's going to be, you know, harder to deal with than, than old man, Joseph and his, uh, crazy crazy uh big boy haircut that he has and you know um drew lock has got something going with noah fant and some of his other skilled players so we'll see what happens like i've been reading things on it that uh actually drew lock might be the guy that saves john elway's job in uh denver even though uh i know uh John Elway, he's, he's pretty much got to get dragged out of there kicking and screaming because, you know, he's a legend out there in Denver. But, yeah, Drew Locke's you know, really kind of surprised me when, uh, you know, Joe Flacco, you know, you know, mysteriously got hurt, you know, I mean, you know, allegedly. And then they brought Drew Locke. And I'm like, you know, early in the season, I'm like, okay, this, this game's going to be a W. But uh, he has done a lot. And uh, 
the way um, the Lions, you know, uh, on the last show, ding, we've talked about how the Lions defensive backs haven't, haven't looked that great. You know, I've um, got the bell, Griffin. Oh, okay. That, uh, <laughs> uh, that uh, he, he might be able to throw up some stats as well um, against our beloved Lions defensive backs out there. So, uh, Griffin, uh, I want a real quick sidebar. I know we got to keep it moving, but you brought up John Elway. Give me your opinion in two minutes or less on the fact that there was actual reports that came out about what about Troy Aikman as the next Lions GM? Oh gosh, I don't know who's thinking this. I know Troy's thought said, "Oh, I wouldn't mind you know running a team either." <laughs> oh, okay, man. Sounds like that, fun. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Freaking okay. guy's never done anything. Uh, I, I believe. Uh, yeah, I believe I responded. It's just like I don't. I'm always that Matt Millen shadow is always going to be there no matter what. You know, Troy Aikman, I like him. I think he's a great color man. I think he really does a good job calling a game. Um, even like when he calls Cowboys <sighs> games, you can never really tell he played for the Cowboys. But no matter how good John Lynch does out in San Francisco, I don't want another TV analyst to be uh, to, to be our GM ever. Sorry, Troy. I do. I like you, buddy. But uh, sorry. And if you feel different, Troy, please give us a call at 989-272-3484. Once again, I'm going to say it one more time so you can get on speed dial. That's 989-272-3484. Grifka, again, I got to remind you this all the time. It's not about, like, what happened in the past. It's not – we don't want Troy Aikman because Matt Millen sucked because, obviously, like you said, John Lynch just came from TV. He did fine. The reason we don't want Troy freaking Aikman is he's never scouted a player in his life. He's never signed anyone. He's never coached. He's never been a GM at any level. That's why. Like, like he has nothing – he's even a terrible broadcaster in my opinion like this guy sounds like the him and joe buck sound like death every time i listen to them on fox they suck i i don't want this guy anywhere near football decision maker like he probably look good in a suit and probably say a couple good things at the press conference after that he'd be an absolute here you go matt Derry. if you ever listen to this my guy from lockdown lions troy aikman if he's ever a gm He's going to be a freaking tire fire. Boom. <laughs> there it is. Give, give myself a bell. I've been wanting to say that for a while. Okay. Freaking tire fire, that guy. All right, let's keep it moving. Um, another question. What about the uh, the Denver Broncos defense? Um, I know in those of the last few years, they've had, like you know, like said, Von Miller's been there. And was it um, they've been pretty decent. But uh, this year, I mean, they've given up some points. They're not as stout as they have been in the past. You think maybe, I know Blau, you know, my boy's really starting to fall off a little bit um, from what I thought. You know, obviously I, was, I wasn't I was one of the guys, trade Stafford, we got Blau. But, uh, you know. Uh, you, you did you love him, me? though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was right there to be the backup, you know, uh, you know, better than Sean Hill. But uh, you, you think Blau may be able to throw up some, th- you know, at least throw the ball some, or we can get some sort of semblance of a running game. I know your boy, Wes Hills, you know, all the people clamoring to trade carry on because we got Wes Hills. All of a sudden, you, know, uh, you, you think the Lions may be able to score some points this weekend? <laughs> oh, man. When you said West Hills, it's not the way you said it, but because I heard it a couple times in a row, it sounds like a tourist attraction, doesn't it? Like, let's go check out West Hills, take some photos. <laughs> uh. this, su- this Sunday, Smokey Bear will be there. Come for the peanut butter, stay for the pie. Oh, West man, Hills. you, you, you got to see oh, West Hills. Uh... <laughs> You're going to see the sunrise out of West Hills. It's going to be tremendous. Oh, There's my a gosh. storm brewing. Stay away from West Hills. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a trailer park. 
I live at Shady Acres. Me, I'm over on West Hill. I'm over on West Hills. <laughs> Second Street in West Hills. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's... Uh, gosh, hey, Wes, if you're listening, 20. call us. 989-272-3484. Hell, you might, you might be working at the Starbucks when I pick up my coffee next Sunday. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, gosh, Griff, I think you asked about the defense. I can't remember, but yeah, to, to, to me... Do you think Detroit's going to be able to move the ball at least a little bit, score some points? Yeah, I'll just keep this short. I mean, Denver, to me, has always been touted as a good defense. I mean, I know their their rookie got hurt early. Von Miller, I haven't really heard much from him all season. You know, they always say, oh, look at our corners. We always have great corners. I mean, yeah, that was like four years ago when they had Tlaib in his prime with Chris Harris. Now they're both down the road quite a bit. I wouldn't mind, like, if they get Chris Harris, you know, Lions could in the offseason, I'd still be about it, you know, for the right price. But – there's not too many people on the defense that scare me. I mean, they're probably middle of the road if I pulled up the numbers. And uh, my thing is just, you know, if it's going to be snowy and crappy, like I think it's going to be a debacle of a football game. If it's really good conditions, it's probably going to be a debacle of a football game um, because we have David Blau, Wes Hills, and nobody else. Oh, yeah, and then there's this guy, Kenny Galladay, that continues to ball out and make catches for the most part, and that's it on our offense. So, you know, uh, my biggest thing on Sunday will just be, is on playing? If so, is he able to look decent to good? Do they give him enough touches where I can even tell? And can I at least come out of the game with saying, hey, on worked his way back, he looked good, and uh, that's entertaining. Their defense, the score, really – a lot of it is inconsequential to me at this point. Hate to say it, but yeah, it's like at this point, um, I guess I'm not too worried about the game plan that uh, you know uh, is brought up for Blau. If he can move the ball, it seems like defenses have adjusted to him. If it's, if I know most quarterbacks, if you blitz them, you get them off kilter, that they don't look good. But there, there are the you know the the good ones are able to stand there, you know, look down the barrel, you know, of a blitzing linebacker and deliver a good pass you know when that happens you know Blau seems to be overthrowing guys so I think Denver much like you know Tampa Bay is going to bring as much heat as possible and just play press coverage on the outside against the Lions uh, wide receivers so um like you said I'm I'm it's going to be a debacle either way and I'm hoping it's snowing like that big you know that nice that nice real pretty snow so like when guys get face planted they and they come up out of the snow, their face mask is just covered with snow. That's that's what I'm hoping for on Sunday. You know what's uh, what's beautiful in the wintertime when it snows, Grifka? Um, staying inside, drinking hot chocolate. <laughs> no, man. West Hills. <laughs> West Hills. <laughs> What the hell are you I, doing? I, I think I think maybe this weekend, you know, since it's so close to Christmas, you know, I might take the girls out you know, on, on a drive and go look at the Christmas lights at West Hills. <laughs> Griff, I swear, would I tee you up for the most obvious, like, home run swings on some of these gimmicks and bits we do and you miss? I mean, I just say this. That drives me freaking bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What else you got, man? The best part is we're going to put West Hills on the map. Somebody's going to listen to that and say, like, West Hills. Oh, no doubt. This West Hills sounds like a real beautiful place. <laughs> Sony and 70 every day. Google Maps. You're going to be pulling it up in the community <laughs> history. Directions to West Hills. Do, do you have a, uh, do you have a uh, address for West Hills, Budge? <laughs> I, can't, I can't find this place. West Hills, man. Uh, is, this, is this place mythical? <laughs> it's a thing now. We, we just made it a thing. 
That sounds like a like an old time book that they made us read in school. Like the first line is like, "Today is January fourth in the town of West Hills." You know, <laughs> Grifka, what is it? I I said it was a it was a place. Then it was a trailer park. Now it's a book. Like it sounds like it should be a school playing bas- basketball. Like today, West Hills versus Saginaw Catholic. <laughs> like I mean, what is West Hills? We don't even know anymore. I think he scored a couple <laughs> touchdowns, but now he's eight other things. That's that's the new gimmick on the show. What can we make Wes Hills into on the show? Excuse me, doctor. I'm not feeling well. Yeah, seems like you come down with a touch of Wes Hills. <laughs> hey, everybody, you want to go to my boat on Saturday? Sure. Well, where's your boat? Oh, it's on the lake. It's called Wes Hills. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, that's uh. Yeah, we better stop this, man, because I know this will keep going. So, well, let's do this. Uh, um. How many touchdowns do you think West Hill is going to score on Sunday? And, uh, what, what do you got a final score of this game? Oh man, you gotta gotta put uh, gotta put uh, good old wait, wait, West Hill. I, I just thought of this. You think there's a slippery rock on West Hills? There you go. You know, you know what's a slippery rock, right? Outside. There you go. I see what you did there. There you go. Yeah, you, um. You need to come up with one of your uh, your bits. What are those things called? From uh, Caruso. You got to come up with a Caruso on West Hills. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'll put that in the memory bank. But uh, yeah, man, I I don't know. I mean, I I don't think good old West Hills sees a ton of carries if uh, Bo is able to get back out and if Carryon's there, but. You know, I'm thinking it's going to be a run-the-football day. I think that it's going to be a sloppy game. I just think that, you know, the Lions, you know, probably try to hang in there. But I'm expecting, you know, I don't know, Denver, like I say, I don't know how Denver beat Houston. I don't know how they – I think they won again this week. I can't remember against Houston. They lost they at continue? Kansas City. Kansas oh, City beat the crap out of Kansas City on a very snowy game. Oh, okay. That's right. But, but they won the game before they beat Houston, I think. They yeah. won two in a row, and then they got – I mean, a lot of people get beat up by Kansas City. But um, I don't know. It just doesn't shape up that well. I mean, did you say I got to give a score too? Is that where we're at? Yeah, give me some sort of semblance of a score. Yeah. I just think it's probably, you know, 20, uh, 20 for Denver and probably like, you know – 13 for the Lions. I mean, I've been I've been trying to pull rabbits out of my hat, but like I've reached the point of just nope, just sort of get through the game healthy, do what you can do, maybe a few plays here or there, but not expecting too much. So, hate to say it, people. Uh, you know I like to drink that Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it yeah. in. Like I said I'm waiting for all the people to say like West Hills, I think we got something here. <laughs> You know, well, I mean, uh, they they do. It's it's their vacation spot. It might be their next house. It, it could be a school their kids attend. I mean, they might have lots of things there based on what we just did. Just critical. I think you would get the old San Francisco prospector mascot. Went over to Doug on what hills today? Give me a bag of gold. Oh my goodness, West Hills, you are a thing now. You are famous on the Detroit Coolie Cast, yeah. no doubt. Yes, really. I'm gonna have to go find a picture of West Hills and put it on my uh, my Twitter at the at Grifka DKC. If anybody wants to talk to me about West Hills, please hit me up at, at Grifka DKC. Um, but uh, so uh, I think, uh, like you said, it's not gonna be pretty. I think Denver's gonna score some points. It seems like uh, a few guys out there on the defense, seeing a lot of young guys seem to be a little lost. Locks throwing up some points, even if it's gonna be sloppy. Um, I got Denver winning this one, 27-14. Let's go, uh, Denver, 27-14.
Yep, sounds about right, sir. Okay, I got I got one other thing for you with it being Christmas time. You know, and uh, you know we you know remember when you were a kid, you asked your parents for like certain gifts, and you were like hoping to see them, and like once you you know if you got it, you were all like all stoked. But then you know maybe they got you the knockoff brand, you know, and you're just like, okay, thanks. You know, where can I take this thing back to? So, you know, my question for you is with it, you know, being almost Christmas time, I'm gonna give you like a Lions player, you know, and like. What you know? What toy or what you know? How excited would you be to see said player underneath your tree on Christmas morning? So uh, if you maybe you can equate it to a toy, or maybe you just be like, I would be ecstatic, or maybe you'd be like, I want to you know you know throw this back at Santa because this is a crappy toy. Okay, so um, I, I, I'm stoked this? for this, Griffo. Let's get let's get going. I'm stoked. I missed the bell, so here you go. Okay, it's Christmas morning. You 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 haul butt downstairs. You dive under the tree. You see your name on the. You rip the box open, and there it is inside. Matt Stafford. How happy are you to get Matt Stafford? What 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 kind of toy do you think Matt Stafford is? Oh man, uh, back back in the day, back in the way back in the day, Grifka, I had. Uh... I, I was big on the – I had G.I. Joes at some point. So one time I was out in the back, and I uh, somehow uh, put the G.I. Joe uh, – got down, you know, those tubes they have in, like, the swing sets? Yeah. I put the G.I. Joe in the in the thing, went all the way down the pole in the swing set. I threw a fit. My grandpa dug up this whole swing set to get whatever this uh, – I believe it was a G.I. Joe or some type of figurine uh, out there that I needed to have. So, like – Getting Matt Stafford back will be like getting that uh, GI Joe back. Is like, where you been, man? Like, I know it was sort of my mistake, whether it be the coaching staff or his mistake for trying to run over the guy from the Raiders. But where you been all my life? And now he's back. You know, even if I had to dig up the swing set or whatever. So I, uh, I can't wait to get this guy back. It'll be like the present that I had, but then lost, and then I got it again. So I'll be pretty fired up when that happens. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, I guess if I did the same, ran down the stairs, roped open the box, and there was uh, Matt Stafford, you know, it would be like, you know, uh, gosh, was it uh, – because you had G.I. Joe. I had He-Man, and, like, so that would be my, like me ripping it open and getting the He-Man. But, you know, remember all those action figures? Like, they had, like, the little rubber bands inside, so, like, sometimes you pull the arms a little too much, and you twist them, and the, and the arm would bust off, or the leg would pop out of its hip. And then I'd always have to give it to my dad, and he'd always, you know, like, um, he'd always find like some rubber band and try to work it back in. But the leg was always a little wobbly or something like that. So that's mm -hmm. what it would be like. So <laughs> it'd be getting like Matt Stafford back. It'd be like getting my He-Man doll back, but uh, its leg would just be a little wobbly, and I'd still be happy with it. So uh, come right. on, Matt, we need you back, buddy. <laughs> okay, uh, next one. Uh, next box says Derek on it. You rip it open, and inside is a figurine of Tracy Walker. Oh man. Uh... T-Walk, my guy, even though I, I ranted on him here recently. Uh, Tracy Walker, what, what toy is he, man? He's the uh... – gosh, I don't even know, man. What what could Tracy Walker be? Help me out here. I don't know. Tracy Walker, to me, if I ripped that open, I would swear it's a Stretch Armstrong, man. For as long as lanky as he is, I could just pull on those arms and legs all day and just stretch <laughs> them out across my living room. That's oh, Tracy I got Walker. it, Grifka. Tracy Walker. I've called him this on the show. I, I mean, he's Inspector Gadget. Go, go, Gadget arms <laughs> if we're going toys. I mean, this guy this guy can tie his shoes standing up. I mean, but uh, the bad part is I, I've, I've said that so many times and touted his length. The guy hasn't ever got his hand on a football <laughs> or like or <laughs> I think he had one pick early in the year where he went up and got the football. I was like, oh, yeah, look at Tracy. Go, go, Gadget arms. That was like week one. 
<laughs> we're we're in week 15 here or whatever like come on man like put those put those toys back to use and get, get to work son so wow. yeah uh go go so, gadget arms the inspector gadget right there so you must have got like the knockoff inspector gadget toy there with your toy. <laughs> right yeah (laughs) okay um next box you open up there it is it's a two-pack this time but it's a two-pack of jared davis and jelani tavai (laughs) oh grifka i know you're you're asking your mom if if she saw the receipt for this one i'm i'm excited about this two-pack i'm like all right this is a this is like um this is I, I don't think I ever as as big of a wrestling fan as I've been through my life. I was never big on the wrestling figurines, but would always be funny if I was like taking a little cousin or somebody to the toy area. They'd always have the wrestling two pack, but it was always like the most random. Like let's let's pull two random people out. Uh, it was always like you'd get the Ultimate Warrior, but then it was uh you know it was like the the repo man was in there you're like oh i gotta get repo just to get the uh the or nowadays you know you're getting john cena of course but then you're getting like some uh some bumsky like uh you know zach Ryder or some nobody you know it's like oh man like what they're just forcing you to get the two pack even though you really only want the one guy so like you know, to me, like Jared Davis, you know, you hate on him. I still support him, but I mean, he's not, he's not uh, the repo man, but I, I can't say he, he's a uh, top star at this point that I would love in my two pack, but he's, he's more than serviceable. And Tavai to me is sort of like that, that mystery superstar where it's sort of like, you know, is this wrestler going to be good? They got some upside, you know, they've, they've been, they've been in some of the big matches, but you're waiting to see like, will they ever, you know, be good? I, I think he's still got some things and some upside, so we'll see, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind the the two pack of those two. I think they still got a lot to do and I'm I'm not taking that back to the store. I'm going to keep it. Um, Yeah. If I open that up, I'd be like, mom, there's plenty of poor kids that would love this gift. I would like you to donate to them. So, uh, Don't you love that when, like, people hate a gift and they're like, oh, somebody else could, deserves this more than me? <laughs> or, like, <laughs> or like, you know, I got too many of these already. Maybe we should find somebody else. It's more like you might as well just say, yeah, like, like this this gift is no good. Like, I, I, I mean, it's a waste of money. Like, let's do something else with this rather than uh, and keep this thing, can we? Yeah. Um couple more gifts uh this one's a real quick one you, you lift open this box it's, it's pretty heavy man and you re- you open it up and it's bo scarborough <laughs> hold on as normally before i get to your answer this i have actual audio of grifka opening the jared davis jelani tavai two-pack no god please no <laughs> <laughs> that's you on sunday morning <laughs> i got that exclusive audio i don't know how that happened but um hey, hey man if i get a bo scarborough toy to me that's that's the uh gosh almighty the the bow is he's got to be the uh um gosh almost like the i hate to call him a transformer but to me he's sort of like a guy that uh just big size i want to say that he kind of came out of nowhere so i i don't know he's got the uh got the measurables to be one of those big kind of rock 'em sock 'em type toys that you get where you're just like oh yeah man i'm gonna get this and then you know one of those uh things too that you can kind of beat up because it's just you know one of those big pillows like Bo Scarborough's a guy I just throw into the wall and beat down and just he can take it and it's it's fun yeah Bo Scarborough to me um I'm not saying this because he's a he's a lightweight but he's like one of those blow up punching bags that have the uh sandbag in the bottom so you can knock them over and they just pop right back up 
That's Bull right. Scarborough right there. Like you said, he can take a licking and keep on ticking. So uh, that's right there. You're punching that crap out of him, but he just keeps on coming back for more, man. You just work yourself tired trying to knock him out. So uh, He can, yeah. but, I mean, I like his running styles when punishing, but everybody said he had injuries. And now, like you said, we, we thought, like, oh, we got this big bruising back, and, like, he missed last week. Why? Like, he had, like, a rib injury or something, you know, where he's told everybody he's going to be good, and they didn't show up. So that was a little disconcerting for me. I thought he was going to fight through and play, but to see him not play at all was, like, either they're cautious with that gift or I still would have put that gift out there, even if he was a little damaged, you know, in the package, you know? Yeah. Um, last one. Okay. This one's pretty light. It's actually in an envelope, and you open it up, and it says, I owe and on it says, Martha Ford Lombardi Trophy. What do you say? Oh my goodness, uh, Martha Ford. Uh, if it's an IOU that says Martha Ford with a Lombardi Trophy, I mean, like that, like, <laughs> like that's a start. I mean, uh, I can think of a lot of things that Martha Ford and her family probably owes me and and the rest of the city. Um, but you know, I I probably turn to uh, you know that IOU and 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 just say in a nice, pleasant voice. I've always wanted the Lombardi Trophy, <laughs> <laughs> and I and then I put my sunglasses on and 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 go have uh, Christmas cinnamon rolls or whatever I do on on Christmas with my family. So uh, you know, it'd be a it'd be a great IOU to get. I I would really love that from that sweet old lady. Yeah, the way I would look at it. It's like when you go to a store and they run a sale on like, oh man, this Nike sweatshirt's on sale from eighty bucks down to sixty and they give you an I they give you like a rain check. And you call up the next week, hey, that's what you're in? Nope. Uh, you call two weeks later, hey, is that sweatshirt in? Nope. Um, is that sweatshirt? Nope. And it's like, okay, I'm just gonna put this in my drunk drawer and you know, try it, you know, four months later and then you call back later, it's just like, Oh, that's expired. How can a rain check expire? <laughs> Griff, do they still do rain checks in 2020, basically? I mean, it wasn't that back with layaway back in the way back in the day. You can still get a rain check on an item? Yeah, I see that every once in a while at Myers. Like, it says Kansas Hoop if, like, like the, like, um, Campbell's, like, it was chicken noodle, like, rain check. Who's rain checking Campbell's soup? Hey, I'm not kidding. I've seen that on Sunday morning. I've thought that to myself. I'm just like, really? This stuff will be stocked tomorrow. I mean... <laughs> oh, oh you're my actually goodness. gonna call up Meyer and say like hey do you guys have Campbell's soup and not nah, man we ain't got our delivery <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused how you're rain checking IOUs though you totally lost me on this bit but like I could see like from Martha's perspective like I mean what she been rain checking our championship for our whole our whole lifetime plus about 20 years I mean she's, she's got a rain check for life what it is, man. You're going to give us a Super Bowl. Here's a rain check for it. Come back later. Griffco, what do you mean? She's still waiting on the Lombardi trophy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the greatest soundbite ever. And it's like, it just shows me how clueless, like uh, there's no, there's no passion. There's no legitimacy. It's just like the dumbest soundbite from somebody that's like, I don't know. Like said, I said, I saw somebody on Twitter saying you can't make fun of Martha Ford. She's like 94 years old. I'm like, the hell you can't. <laughs> I make fun of her all day when she comes on NFL Network and says bull crap like that, like acting like, oh, I just can't wait till I get the Lombardi trophy. It's like somebody definitely had to cue her up to what the trophy is actually called before that. Probably wrote it on a on a card in fluorescent pink so you could see it through the uh, – 
the spectacles. It's just like, and that lady, like, until she, uh, like I said, the the greatest thing they could do, which again, so, total side topic, everybody sell the team, this, that, and the other, is like, it'd be so gracious of this wonderful old lady to just say, hey, we've tried this for years. I know our name is on the stadium and everything, but we're going to do what's right for the city. Like, I mean, if they don't sell the team, but if they just totally brought in, you know, new like figurehead owners and let them do whatever they wanted and brought in like the the top of the top when it comes to presidents, not all these lackey yes men like that would be I'm talking Rod Wood, not like Bob Quinn and Matt Pat. I'm talking like, you know, everybody thought she was doing that years ago, but give us the Christmas gift we always wanted and just get rid of all this corporate garbage and this little toy that you have as a team and, and let us let somebody else run it who knows what they're doing so that we can, you know, win the trophy you so highly speak of. Like, that's what we want. That's what we want for Christmas every Christmas. Right, Griffin? Oh, definitely. Yes, I, uh, yeah. I'm i totally agreeing with you on that. <laughs> oh, man. What else we got? Anything? Nope, that's it. Right there. All right. Grifka, good show, good topics, fun banter back and forth. I, I'm going to go uh, put in a reservation at West Hills. Uh, did you ever did you ever play the back nine at West Hills? <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> um, <laughs> shot a 31 there. What are you talking about? <laughs> Grifko, let's get we got to finish the show as we do with the question do you have anything else for the people uh nope everybody have a great weekend uh lions broncos a couple more games to go keep an eye on that draft pick keep an eye on this football team and uh yeah 2020 you got to be optimistic i'd say but i could see where you'd be pessimistic after a season like this but we'll we'll see what they do um to get this thing turned around but we got a couple more games left and a big off season as i told Griffka when i put him on the spot the biggest off season of our life coming up for the detroit lions we'll be here talking all about it right here on the detroit kool-aid cast thanks everybody have a great weekend we're out Pack the Drink it in, man.